in a honky-tonk in Beaumont In walked the most beautiful girl That I had ever seen in my whole life With a smile that was out of this world Right away I knew that she was different When I looked in her eyes I could see Everything on earth I've ever wanted And as we danced it slowly dawned on me She's not from Texas She's from heaven Lone Star Angel sent God above She's not from Texas She's from heaven From the first hello I was so in love We held each other close while the band played We talked and laughed about all kinds of things The magic way we floated round the dance floor Made me sure she must be hiding wings I thanked the man upstairs who sent her to me Even though I knew it was a loan Promised him that I'd take good care of her Till the day she had to go back home She's not from Texas, she's from heaven Lone Star Angel sent God above She's not from Texas, she's from heaven From the first hello, I was so in love Here we go She's not from Texas She's from heaven Lone Star Angel sent God above She's not from Texas She's from heaven From the first hello I was so in love Yeah, from the first hello I was so in love Oh yeah That was Bobby Marquez and She's Not From Texas. You are tuned into the Whiskey and Cigarettes show in the company of your Cabecas Nova, Romy the Rodeo and the Italian Dijonek. And my people, it's truly an honor and a pleasure to welcome the show today, the one and only Bobby Marquez. Hey, Bobby, how are you today? I'm doing good. How about yourself? I can't complain, Bobby, doing really, really well and uh, super happy to uh, have you on the show today. Well, thank you so much for having me, boys. It's, it's, it's going to be great. Oh, we're very, very happy to have you on indeed. And speaking of great stuff, we just heard this great song of yours, She's Not From Texas. Now, when it comes to the origins of this song, how did it come about? Are there any stories or anecdotes behind this song? Yeah, absolutely. So so when I first moved to Nashville, you know, I was I was trying to find songs, you know, that would fit me because I was I was wanting to go and record an album. And uh, I ran into a great songwriter in town by the name of Karen Staley. And uh, 
Karen has written so many songs in Nashville from Keeper of the Stars for Tracy Bird, uh, Take Me As I Am for Faith Hill, just tons of songs. And we were writing a song uh, that you're going to play probably, I think the last song of the, of the evening you're going to play is a song called That's Life that we wrote. Uh, that day we were writing that song, That's Life. And she says, I've got a song for you. I think that would fit you. She goes, I can just hear your voice and I think it fits you really nicely. And I said, uh, what's the name of the song? She said, it's called She's Not From Texas. She goes, you want to hear the demo? And I said, sure. So she uh, she put in the uh, CD and I listened to it. And I was like, wow, this is, uh, this is a pretty good song. This, it it kind of sounds like me. And she goes, yeah, it, it really does. And I said, well, what would it take to, to get that song? She says, uh, she goes, well, she said, Tracy Bird was going to record it. But she said, if you want it, she goes, you can have it. And I told her, I said, oh, no, I don't want to. I don't want to keep you from getting, you know, a cut, you know, (laughs) and uh, she said, uh, she said, no, no, no. She was, I mean, if you want it, you know, I'll, I'll let him know that, Hey, you know, that he can't have it and you, you wanted it. And um, I said, well, I said, okay. I said that, that, that's fine. You know, I didn't want to do that, but I, but I did it anyway. And it was probably the biggest and best decision I ever made because we went into the studio, me and her and, um, and I, I just laid over the vocal track on their demo and not knowing that anybody else was even going to play it on the radio or anything. Uh, there was a friend of mine who was in Texas that works at radio and uh, he ended up playing it. And all of a sudden, by the time he knew it, it was all over the state of Texas on a demo. <laughs> and so uh, all of a sudden, by the time I knew it, you know, I had a top 10 hit in my home state of Texas on the Texas charts. And everybody was asking me, well, where's the album? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't have an album. <laughs> and so uh, so it was it was kind of a weird thing because I wasn't expecting anybody to play that song. You know, I hadn't even had the album out yet or anything. And but uh, but it changed it changed my life because once that song went out there, uh, it, w- it was a top 10 hit record for me in my home state of Texas. And it came in in my home state of Texas in the top 40 of the most played songs of the year. Um and it just kind of shot my career uh, here in Nashville. And all of a sudden, you know, I, I was able to put that album together, my first album. And, uh, you know, it just kind of took off from there. What fantastic stuff and amazing how one song can literally, you know, uh, change one's career, be a real shot in the arm for one's career indeed. And, you know, as I guess you know, you've been asked about uh, albums and EPs and such, when it comes to a uh, upcoming album or new EP, uh, are you working on a new one as we speak or, or are you going to be going on the single by single basis at this point? Yeah. So, so, you know, w- once I had released my last album, the Cowboy Way album uh, back in 2018, uh, it did very, very well for me. Uh, you know, that to me, that's the most probably the the most important album is your second album, because you always have to you have to always meet expectations, you know, from that first one. Oh, and yeah. I believe that this second album did it, you know, and, uh, you know, we won a lot of awards uh, with it. And uh, I was really happy. And but it, ca- it kind of catapult catapulted me into writing more songs. And so I've been writing a lot of songs uh, here the last last couple of years. And uh I am fixing to go in to start recording here in the next couple months. Uh, so we're lo- probably looking uh, beginning of next year. We're going to have a, a, a new album out. So I'm, oh. I'm really excited about that. Well, we're very excited about that too. You know, that's, that's great news indeed. And, you know, seeing now, you know, the kind of songs that you've, you've got together and, you know, to put to, to uh, bring to this new album, what are people to expect from this, this next album of yours? 
So you're gonna you're gonna hear a lot of a lot of different uh, varieties because you know I I I, I like honky tonk I like cowboy music western music I kind of like it all uh, and it's gonna be kind of almost similar to the second album which I was there was a lot of uh, uh, of my taste you know in, uh, put in one in one album and you're gonna find a lot of that too you're gonna find the honky tonk you're gonna find the western swing you're gonna find some of the cowboy music. Uh, you're going to find some of the modern traditional from the 1990s, you know. Uh, so you're going to have a lot of stuff in there. And, and and I think this this next album also, you know, I've been working on a couple songs. Uh, one that I wrote for my uh, my late mother uh, who passed away in 2020 right before COVID. Um, so I wrote a song about my mother that I'm going to end up putting on this next. So, so it's going to be a it's going to be a very personal album, too. Uh, but I'm but I'm really excited about it because I think it's going to be a fun album, too. I think it's going to it's going to relate to a lot of people, I believe. Oh, it definitely sounds like it, you know, and we're definitely looking forward to it, as I'm sure all your fans are as well. I'm sure that this is music to their ears, no pun intended. And, uh, you know, you mentioned obviously being from Texas and then moving to Nashville. Uh, what different, should we say, what differences, if any, have you found from living in Texas to living in Tennessee? And are there things from Texas that you miss that you can't find in Tennessee? <laughs> you know, t Texas and uh, and Tennessee that, you know, they kind of go hand in hand. Uh, they've been that way for a long time. But, you know, because the music industry will take a lot from Texas and then mm -hmm. Texas would take a lot from Tennessee in the music business. And they also they always go back and forth and and kind of copy each other and what they're doing in music wise. Uh, so it, it, it I don't know. I mean, to me, uh, I, I kind of I kind of like it here. I mean, it's it's kind of probably the closest thing to Texas for me. Uh, from being in Texas, uh, you got great food, you got great people, uh, you know, the music business is here. Uh, you got a lot of places to, to play. I mean, gosh, we, we, you, we can drive up to Kentucky in 45 minutes. I can drive up, you know, to the Smoky Mountains in three hours, you know, so I've got a <laughs> lot of stuff around me where I can be to, to do shows and all kinds of stuff, you know. Uh, but yeah, the one thing I think I do miss uh, being in Texas is, uh, is the great barbecue and yeah. the great Mexican food over there. <laughs> you can't get that up here in Tennessee. There, there's no, especially the Mexican food. You can't, you can't get that here in Tennessee. So every now and then when we go back to Texas, I always got to get me that, that, that good Mexican food. Oh, you know what? I'm right there with you. You know, I, uh, I love, I love Mexican food with a passion. So, so I can't, I can't blame you for like, yep, I'm going to go back to Texas. You got to get that jalapenos and you got to get all the salsa in there and you got to get, oh, man, it's so good. Yeah, exactly. You, and you're making me hungry just for this thinking about it. So there you go. That's that's next how good I go that's... to Texas. Next time yeah. I go to Texas, I'll, I'll send some to you in Italy and 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 put it on dry ice. <laughs> Cheers! I look forward to that. We really appreciate that. Um, and of course, you know, as, as we speak now, we're right on the cusp and right about to start. You know, the summer season. And when it actually comes to you, what do you enjoy most about the summer? Oh, the summer. Uh... Well, you know, the summertime, usually uh, it's a good time for us artists because everything's starting to kick up. You know, we're able to to get outdoors and do a lot of summer series concerts and stuff like that and get out. Uh, but gosh, man, I mean, you know, I, me growing up in Texas, God, it was so hot. Oh, man, it was the, the heat down there was so hot. And up here, it's, it's kind of it's kind of different up here. It's more humid than it is really. I mean, it is hot, but it's more humid up here. So you it, it, you you got to you got to learn to kind of cope with that. But uh, I don't know. I mean, I just, uh, you know, I've always been more of a, a winter person. I like the cold. Uh, but but every now and then, you know, I, I love to get outdoors and get in my swimming pool and, 
and just kind of take a dip around here and there, you know, and, and just have fun, drink a few margaritas, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like the kind of thing that I would do too. And you also make very good friends with air conditioning. I will say that. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, that's how it is. And looking at also the you know, live music, I know that you've shared the stage with so many great artists, you know, from the Bellamy Brothers to one of my favorites, Martina McBride and beyond. And which, which so far was or has been the most memorable stage sharing experience you've had? Gosh, you know, I mean, I, I, it's kind of hard to pinpoint any because I've had a lot. Um, but I'd have to say me for me personally, it had to have been the Bellamy Brothers because the Bellamy Brothers. Uh, me growing up, I used to listen to a lot of their music. I mean, just just all the time I had their CDs and stuff in in, in my CD player and, and tape player back in the day, my tape player. And there were there were there were heroes of mine. So. When I did a show with them here in Tennessee, that was like a huge, uh, oh, I, I was just on cloud nine that night. <laughs> <laughs> Were you able to hang out with them after the show? You know, I was, I was. And, and, and uh, it, it kind of blows my mind because Howard, Howard Bellamy, uh, me and him are good friends now. And uh, oh, we wow. always, uh, we always talk on Facebook and always call each other. And we're even talking about writing a song together uh, this coming year. So yeah, it's just been it's been mind blowing, you know, that uh, that I'm able to uh, to meet some of my heroes and be friends with some of my heroes. And, it, you know, I, I'm sure it must be just such a crazy experience. I think, you know, I was like listening to these people with CDs and now I'm hanging out with them and we're, we're, you know, we're friends. It's I think it must just be so surreal. But, you know, I really hope that you and Howard do get to sit down and write a song together because I'm sure that it will be music magic. So, uh on my behalf, I'm please make it happen. That's all I'm gonna say. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, so I look forward to that. And, of course, <laughs> and also, amongst other great things that you've done, you know, you're also the founder of the St. Jude's Hospital Benefit Country with a Heart. So, more power to you for doing that. And what was the inspiration behind wanting to start something like this? You know, so so early when I first got into Nashville. Um, you know, I, I used to do a lot of shows for St. Jude. So I, I would go out and I'd, I'd do three or four shows a year for St. Jude. And, uh, but it wasn't until probably, I don't know, maybe, maybe 2014, 2015, uh, when I met this one kid who used to come out and watch me play when I was doing some casinos out in Mississippi. And his name was Petey Northup. And he was a St. Jude kid. And I didn't know this, but he used to, he would come out to all my shows. He was my number one fan. He'd always wear my shirts. You know, I love Bobby and, you know, and he, and he, and uh, he was just great. And uh, I got to talk to him and his mom after my shows and got to really, you know, be friends with him. And his mom was telling me that, you know, how St. Jude is doing all kinds of things to help him and pay their bills and help them with their medicine and everything. And, and, uh, you know, I just fell in love with the kid. And uh, mm -hmm. so over the years, you know, I start I started thinking, well, well, what can I do to, uh, you know, to help somebody like that? Because if I had a kid, you know, that had cancer or was dying, mm -hmm. you know, I'd have to go out there to try and do something to help raise money to, to save my, my child. And so I said, I got to do something. And uh, so I figured, well, you know, we're going to have to find a place, a time. And I figured, you know, during the CMA Festival here in Nashville that everybody's in town. Uh, so we're probably going to get some good people to come out. Uh, all the all the the artists are in town, all the country artists. So it, you know it shouldn't be too hard to get somebody to come out and 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 help and and perform and and so I put the two and two together, 
And I started calling all my artist friends uh, from John Conley to John Schneider to, I mean, the list just goes on and on. And uh, we put this show together and we've, we just hit our eighth annual year this year, raising, raising more money. We just, we just raised a little over $11,000 this year. And uh, you know, like I said, it goes for a great cause. And uh, you know, I lost, we lost Petey. uh, We lost him uh, uh, about a year and a half ago. And so I told his mom that I was going to keep his legacy going and I'm going to keep this show going for as long as I can uh, to help kids like Petey and uh, and just kind of just keep going until until somebody shuts me down or, or, or says we don't want you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to well, keep going for him and uh, we're, we're going to keep we're going to keep trying to raise money. Well, more power to you for that. And, you know, and I think you know, you're definitely making you know, kids like like Petey proud by carrying on you know, with, with this, with this very noble cause indeed. So more power to you. And of course, you know, your fellow artists who take part in, in such important events. And, you know, now, as I mentioned, you know, we're literally smack in the middle of 2023. What do things look like now for you for the remaining six months of this year? Yeah. So, uh, so I'm, I'm actually doing my tip of the hat tour this year and tip of the hat just means in, in, in the cowboy language, it just means, you know, thank you. And uh, that's why I, I call it the tip of the hat tour, just to thank all my fans and my family for for supporting me over the, all these years for me going out to do uh, to do what I love. And uh, so I got my tip of the hat tour uh, still continuing. So here uh, in the next couple of weeks in July, uh, I'm heading up uh, to New Mexico, uh, then heading, heading up to Colorado, uh, then heading up to South Dakota and then heading up to Cheyenne, uh, Wyoming to play the Cheyenne Frontier Days and uh, Terry Bison Ranch out there. So uh, a lot of a lot of new new shows that I'm going to be doing this year. And then I'm going to be heading to Branson, Missouri to play some theaters uh, uh, back in Texas, heading to Texas, to do a few more shows. Uh, we'll probably be heading up to, I think, the Col- Oklahoma, I believe is what we're going to be doing some casinos up there, too. So it's going to be a busy, busy uh, second half of the year indeed. Oh, fantastic stuff. And speaking of obviously being so busy and such, uh, Bobby, for those who want to keep up to date with your incredibly busy schedule, where can we send these folks to? Yeah, so uh, uh, a lot of my dates and stuff are on my website, which is uh, www.bobbybobbymarquez.com. And all my dates are posted on there where I'll be. Uh, plus all my music, everything, T-shirts, caps, you know, if people want to look at all that, uh, all my CDs. Plus, uh, you can also go to my Facebook uh, uh, we- uh, Facebook site, which is www.facebook.com slash Bobby Marquez Music. And uh, that's where I post a lot of stuff, too. I like to engage with all my fans and talk to them and, and uh, you know, and just kind of get to know everybody and uh, when they come out to my shows and stuff. So uh, it, it's it's pretty fun. Awesome. Well, folks, you definitely know where to go for more Bobby Marquez goodness. And speaking of good, great things, Bobby, we're going to be seeing you out here with another awesome song of yours, which we touched up on a little bit during the course of the interview, which will be That's Life. Now, when it comes to this one, any stories behind this song? Yeah. So this song, uh, like I said, I, I wrote this song with Karen Staley uh, at the time when we when we found that song, she's not from Texas. And uh, it was a song that uh, that that was very it's very meaningful to me because I wrote it about me growing up in a small little town in Texas. And uh, I was really close to my grandmother growing up. And so it talks about my grandmother in there. 
And it just talks about me growing up in a small little town in Texas. And uh, it's it's one of my favorite songs. And it seems to be a lot of other people's favorite songs, too. And uh, so, uh, yeah, it's a song that means a lot to me. Well, it's definitely a fantastic song indeed. Well, we're going to go into this great one. This will be Bobby Marcus and uh, That's Life. Bobby, I want to once again thank you so, so much for your time. I truly appreciated it. And of course, I want to wish you continued success with your career and all the very best for the rest of 2023. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Maybe, maybe we can get back up to Italy again. Oh, well, here's hoping. We'd love to have you, you know, <laughs> back in the old continent and doing some shows for us. So uh, definitely uh, crossing fingers that that will happen sooner rather than later for sure, because Europe needs more great country music and more great country artists like yourself. So uh, we're definitely, uh, definitely hoping that will happen soon. That said, for now, though, we'll have to uh, enjoy Bobby on the record because this will be uh, That's Life. You are tuned into the Whiskey and Cigarettes show with your Italian Dijonek. We'll be right back after this. I was born in a tiny town Where being poor never got us down That's a lie What daddy'd say, that's a lie He taught us to work, to chase our dreams The golden rule, value lasting things That's life, well yeah son, that's life Some you win, some you lose Some you're born with, some you choose You gotta play the hand you're dead Believe in God and yourself I've seen a lot of change through the years Love and loss, happiness and tears That's life Yeah, you know that's life But for every hard lesson learned I got twenty blessings in return That's life Thank God that's life Circle that goes on and on The darkest hours are before the dawn A roller coaster of ups and downs No matter what the world still spins round Grandma died last Friday night Sunday we went to church to say goodbye That's life well, I guess that's a lie Tuesday's sister had a baby boy The family gathered round to share her joy That's a lie Well, oh yeah, that's a lie Oh, that's a lie Well, that's real life 